So it's time to break out your big box of isobars. Here's Andre. Welcome to Weather Jazz, a world audience podcast about anything and everything. Weather, science, earth science, and periodically some interesting off-topic episodes. Now today we'll eventually go off topic i've got a real special guest that i'll tell you about here in just a moment but first of all and most importantly it's friday we made it open line friday i'm your host and the creator of the weather jazz podcast andre bernier and i'm the senior meteorologist on staff with wjw television in cleveland ohio this is episode number 245 for Friday, as I just mentioned, October 8, 2021. And it's an excellent Friday because I have it off from the TV world. It has been a very challenging week in terms of schedules. For those of you that are in the Cleveland, Ohio market, normally I do the 5 and the 7 p.m. weather segments, uh, but uh, we've had some illnesses in our weather department As a result, we're all kind of shifting and moving around and making sure everything's been filled. Most of this week, I've been doing the 7 p.m. and 10 p.m. newscasts. And last night after the NFL football game on Fox, which did not conclude until 11.40 p.m., so we essentially had a one-hour newscast, but it was one hour and 40 minutes past the time that we normally start the newscast. And, yeah, that's fairly typical In October, we carry a lot of the baseball playoffs and the World Series game, along with Thursday night NFL football, which will go until December. So Thursdays and baseball season, by and large, can be a really challenging period on Fox affiliates, especially in the eastern U.S., which is essentially the latest time zone in the continental U.S. But that's another story for another time. Just to say that today I'm recovering, trying to get uh, my sea legs back and trying to uh, get back into a better circadian rhythm. So I'm sitting here wondering as I'm pondering who I'm going to have on Weather Jazz or what I'm going to talk about, suddenly an idea hit me. And that idea, including sending a direct message to a, an acquaintance, a friend of mine, who moved from Northeast Ohio to Seattle. Her name is Amy Lou Worthington, and she is now working as a professional photographer in Seattle. Thought it'd be kind of fun to have her on to talk about the move from one part of the country to another, what that was like, what prompted the move, and a little bit about her photography. You see, and Amy will tell you this herself, she wanted to be a meteorologist when she was 
quite young, and she used to watch WJW television a lot as well. So before I give away her entire story, I'm going to let her tell you herself. Let's join the conversation that I had with Amy earlier today. Amy, welcome to Weather Jazz. Hi, Andre. Thanks so much for having me on. It's actually, it's a true honor. You've been one of my idols, you and Dick Goddard growing up. And it's just like surreal to me that I actually get to talk to you face to face now. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm super excited. (laughs) In addition to that, Amy, this is Woolly Bear Weekend and Mm -hmm. the Woolly Bear Festival will be going on in Vermilion. And uh, we're going to unveil the Woolly Bear forecast at some point. And uh, that's going to be interesting because sometimes the Woolly Bear fights for attention in terms of that long range forecast. And, uh, right. <laughs> I think the Woolly Bear wins most of the time uh, as far as attention goes anyway. We like to think that we have the better forecast with science, but you know, every once in a while, uh, nature seems to win out. So anyway, welcome. I don't know which way is up or down because my (laughs) schedule this week has been, as I mentioned to you off camera, just totally crazy this week. Uh, uh, AJ's, I think, is back from uh, uh, several days of uh, trying to get better, and I think he is. And fortunately, I have today off. I think this is real. I don't know if this is dream. So pinch me. Make make sure this is not a dream. And you have today off too. So this, this works out really, really well. Well, a lot of people don't know your story. So I want to kind of kind of roll back a few years. When you first contacted me, you lived in Northeast Ohio. Now you no longer live in Northeast Ohio for those we're just joining the program right now. You now live in the Seattle area. Now, more on that in a bit. Take me back to when you lived here in Northeast Ohio. You first contacted me, uh, and uh, we had this, uh, a really nice exchange. Take me back to that, and what drove you to contact me? Well, it has, like I said, you and Dick Otter have been my idol since I was like five years old, maybe even, you know, before that, before I could even remember, um, I always wanted to be a meteorologist. I used to set up, um, one of those cardboard books on my couch and pretend that I was you or Dick Goddard and I would give the weather to my fake audience and everything. And that had been my dream, like forever. And so Mm -hmm. I contacted you because, you know, I've always been somebody that has been afraid to chase my dreams because of failure or whatever. Um, So I contacted you to get kind of the lay of the land. And then I think we talked again too about my brother who is getting into sports broadcasting and getting some tips and tricks on that Mm -hmm. um, to get him and his foot in the door. Uh, which he is, he's, you know, got a show, his own show now, a podcast, um, the voice of the land. Um, but yeah, so I just, I really wanted to be a meteorologist and I was so grateful that you took the time to talk to me about that. Um, but then, you know, things happen and, you know, kind of life situations happen, which kind of put that on the back burner. And now I am in Seattle as a photographer. (laughs) Something I never thought of. (laughs) Now, had you been 
or had you developed or fostered that interest in photography alongside meteorology? Is that something that uh, developed with it or after? Um, It developed after, to be honest. Mm -hmm. Like, I always loved taking pictures and um, and wanting to be a meteorologist. I was always afraid of storms. But as I got older, I really loved them and tracking them and seeing Mm -hmm. the lightning and, you know, trying to do pictures on my phone. But I never thought about picking up a camera and kind of putting the two and two together um, until I actually moved to Seattle um, is when I, st- I picked up the camera four years ago and it's been, it's been a wild ride and it's still, you know, ongoing and hopefully getting going to be able to get out there more and get some more weather shots, uh, rainbows mm-hmm. and thunderstorms. Not that we have a lot of thunderstorms here, but at least some of the storms, the wind storms, um, the hail, things like that, going up to the mountain and being in the clouds is super cool. Uh, weather phenomena like it's totally different than Cleveland here the weather still trying to track it all down and see because I don't have the lake to the north of me anymore so I don't know <laughs> when the storm's coming <laughs> can't tell the weather right now so yeah you need a good meteorologist out there I know you've I, got uh, um, oh uh, I've had him on the podcast before uh, Palmer uh, one of your yeah one of your meteorologists out there mm-hmm. at uh, I think Cairo channel Cairo. seven yeah, and, and uh, I had a. V- mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, you should talk to uh, Shannon O'Donnell. She's awesome. She mm-hmm. does like to share my pictures and other PNW ah. photographers' pictures, and she always has something nice to say um, about us and our work. And she's been a true support out here. So I found my my Seattle meteorologist inspiration out here. So I've got what, Cleveland and what Seattle. channel does Shannon work at? She works on Como. Como News. Como. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. All right. Yeah. We're going to have to get in touch with Shannon then and oh, have yeah. her as a guest, as a follow-up to this, because uh, now that you've, you've mentioned her, that, that's terrific. <laughs> yeah. Amy, awesome. we're going to take a short break right here. When we come back, I'd like to ask you about the transition between Cleveland and Seattle, how that was, what led you to Seattle, and maybe a little bit more about uh, your photographs and where people can purchase them. How does that sound? Perfect. All right, we're back and we're talking with Amy Lou Worthington, uh, who lives now in Seattle, Washington, or the Seattle, Washington area. Uh, Amy, uh, obviously, there's a big difference between the North Shore, what we call the Gold Coast, uh, right here uh, along the shores of Lake Erie and along the shores of the Puget Sound. So there's a big difference. Uh, what's, uh, what was the driving force to um, have you entertain a move from Cleveland to the Seattle area? Well, it was, it was quite a few things, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love Cleveland from the bottom of my heart. I grew up in Wycliffe, Ohio. Um, I absolutely love my hometown, but at the same time, I never felt at home and I always felt like something was missing. You know, we, uh, we didn't have many family vacations and went out and explored, um, except in the Cleveland area. And, um, in 2006, I actually became a part of AmeriCorps. And I was stationed in the Southeast region of the country. Um, we worked, it was a year after Katrina. So we did a lot of, um, 
disaster relief projects down there in New Orleans, Mississippi, Hurricane Wilma in Florida Keys. And that just drove my drive to go out and explore. And so when I came back, I made it my mission to, you know, try and go out and explore. Well, you know, I had a boyfriend. I ended up with a boyfriend and we, um, for seven and a half years. And I thought, you know, we're going to have that, that niche, you know, and unfortunately that didn't work out. So, um, I was like, this is my time. I'm 30 and (laughs) this is my time to go and explore the country. And mm-hmm. I ended up going to Seattle for the first time. Um, I was seeing somebody and, um, as soon as I landed there, I fell in love with the area. Like mm-hmm. I had been researching it. I am a big wizard of Oz fan. So when I found out that they're called the Emerald city, I was like, Oh my gosh, I am Dorothy. And here I am to see the wizard <laughs> kind of thing. And, um, so I traveled out to Seattle four times within a year before I made my full decision. And it came down to, I got a job out here. Everything was working out. I had a place to stay. So I packed up my little Ford Escape and I made the cross country trip by myself out here. Um, stayed with a friend. I was working at the airport where I met my now husband. Um, we've been together four years now and two months married. <laughs> Congratulations. Um, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was never thought I was going to get married, but it happened and it was awesome and the best day of my life. Um, alongside of moving out here. I mean, it's just, it's a whole other world from Cleveland. It's, you've got mountains surrounding you. You've got just gorgeous sunsets. I mean, there's gorgeous sunsets in Cleveland, but there's just something different about having a sunset over the mountain ranges, over the Olympics that just is like nothing you've seen before. It's just absolutely gorgeous. You you see the sunshine there because, you know, of course, you know, the big deal or the big uh, story is that you never see the sun in Seattle, or at least you hardly ever do. Yeah, that's what people promise me. But actually, we see a lot of sun. Uh, We went, I think it was 71 or 72 days without rain in the summer. Um, we had a hot summer. I mean, it got up to like 110 or something Mm -hmm. like that in June. And there's, Oh, it made the news. And there's not a lot of air conditioning like Cleveland. So the apartments don't have air conditioning. Um, most of the houses don't have air conditioning. Mm -hmm. So you got to have the window units. And so luckily my in-laws have air conditioning at their house. So we took the pups over there and cooled off, but, um, We've had a lot of rain recently, which we mm-hmm. needed, um, because without the rain, then there's more cause for wildfires, which we've had. Um, but yes, we do see the sun quite a bit, <laughs> actually more so than I thought we would. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, how long did it take you to drive from Cleveland to Seattle? Did you take your time or did you try to make it a, a, in as short a time as possible? What was the timeline like? So I was so excited to get there. The only place I stopped at was Mount Rushmore. And that Uh was a beautiful experience. Um, I was there at night. It was all Mm -hmm. lit up. There was a beautiful crescent moon um, right above the statues. It was spectacular. Um, And then, so it took me about three days. I stopped in Kalispell to visit my best friend, Kim, from Mm -hmm. AmeriCorps. Um, And I stayed with her and her three kiddos for three weeks, or for a week, sorry, a week. 
Um, and then from there, it was only an eight-hour drive to Seattle. So I drove to Seattle, and the next day, I started work. <laughs> so about four days. Wow. <laughs> you hit the ground running. I sure in, did. In Seattle. <laughs> uh, okay. So you... Uh, you obviously made the shift uh, and, and you, you were committed. What kinds of cultural shifts did you have to make? Um, or, or what kinds of things did you notice were different about living in Seattle compared to living in Northeast Ohio? Well, I guess the biggest is just all the mountain ranges. For one, um, I was warned of the Seattle freeze, which thankfully I have not really experienced. Um, it just so happens that most of the friends that I made here are from different areas of the country. Um, actually, uh, someone that People probably know Alan Fee and Woody, the producer from Q104's Fee's company. Mm -hmm. uh, they mm -hmm. actually live out here. Um, and all of their posts and stories about the area also helped influence my move out here. Um, and, you know, they warned me of possible Seattle freeze, but I really haven't had that issue. Um, I think the only downfall that I really have experienced is Seattle is a gorgeous city. Absolutely stunning. But with the homeless rate, um, there's a lot of tents and, you know, I walking around Cleveland, there's some homeless, but, and, you know, I thought, okay, you know, it's not going to be that bad out in Seattle with them having Amazon and this and that, but it's gotten to a point where, you know, so, most people don't feel comfortable going down to Seattle, which breaks my heart because it's so beautiful. And when I do go down there, try and capture the beauty as other photographers do without that kind of stuff down there. Um, there's a lot more, um, I don't know if you would call it liberal, but a lot more, you, you have more room to express yourself. I feel like here and be who you want to be. Like, it's very open to be who you want to be. You don't have to hide who you are for the most part. Um, it, it is, it is different, but it's a good different. Um, there are things I miss about Cleveland, uh, the colors during the fall time. Um, we have, we have quite a few, a few, uh, fall colors out here, uh, up in the mountain, Mount Rainier. Um, but it's not like Cleveland where you have all the maple leaves changing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Cause we have mostly mm -hmm. evergreens here. So, you know, we have some sweet gum trees, some maple trees. Um, I have seen some Buckeye looking trees, um, and those, those changed colors. And when you're in the right spot, you get the beautiful fall foliage, but, uh, yeah, it's, um, I, I just, I love it out here. Like I just love the people and I, I I'm loving the experience of being in a different area. Talk about your photography. Now you have <laughs> a website and we will provide a link for those interested in uh, taking a look at some of your photography. And uh, you've really been very, very busy sharing some of your images on Twitter and Facebook and, and things of that nature. And again, what is your website? Uh, and in addition to that, what are your favorite uh, subjects for photography in the Pacific Northwest? Man, there's so much. Um, I like to photograph everything. Um, so I'm known as Love and PNW Girl. 
out here. Um, so my website is loveandpnwgirlphotography.com. Um, I am starting a, a new print sale website on Fine Art America, um, which I can provide all that for you guys. Um, I just, I love photographing landscapes um, so much. I love photographing the Seattle skyline, uh, the Olympics, Mount Rainier, you know, Anytime I can get out to explore, I always have my camera in hand. Um, and I'm actually a full-time photographer uh, doing real estate photography out here. Mm, nice. So um, that's been pretty busy. Um, last month, I had about 30 houses I shot. <laughs> wow. Um, so in the summer, yeah, it was, yeah, the whole summer was just awesome, busy. I get to fly the drone around. I get to do virtual tours and see beautiful homes. I mean, homes that I probably will never own in my life, but it's, you know, the homes out here are just absolutely gorgeous. Um, and then I also, uh, have photographed the OL rain, the women's professional soccer team here, um, with Megan Raponi, um, on the team. So I've gotten to do that and I'm actually uh, shooting another game this weekend. Um, so just kind of diving into different aspects. I shoot some weddings, some family portraits, um, just a whole lot of everything. I'm just still kind of learning as I go, um, which I think every photographer does. Um, there's always something new to learn, which I think that's why I really love it. Um, I love the fact that there's always something new to learn. And um, with my depression and anxiety, it has, when I'm behind that camera, it puts me into a whole other mindset, especially, you know, when I'm out in the mountains or even just at a park uh, photographing being behind the camera helps you see beauty that you don't see when you're just driving around or just hanging out with friends. It, it makes you take a step back and focus on mm -hmm. the beauty that's around you on different angles. It, it makes you get, you know, creative and the mind running and distracted from day-to-day -day, uh, struggles that we may face. Um, so it has really helped with my depression and anxiety. It has helped me to see things differently. Um, it's fun to tackle different challenges of how can I make the mountain look different today? How can I ah, nice. make a sunset uh -huh. look different? What kind yeah. of toys can I play with? I have a lens ball, and so I'll mm -hmm. take the lens ball and get, for example, the state capitol um, I got that in the lens ball and then I go into Photoshop and because it comes in upside down, I learned how to flip it so that it's mm -hmm. right side up and matches mirrors um, the image in the background. It's just, it's so, um, it's just so rewarding. And when people appreciate the art and the beauty that you've created, it's, it just, it warms the heart and it just keeps that drive going and, makes you want to get out and do more and see more and people will suggest different things to me, different places to go that they want to see, which I love doing, um, especially being newer out here. I mean, I've been out here four years now and there's always something new to see mm -hmm. and do out here. So I really appreciate the people that do follow me and give me tips and tricks and places to go, things to see what they want to see in a picture. So it's, it's been a really rewarding career now. So, well, when <laughs> God gifts it. you, gifts you with a talent and you discover it and <laughs> you start walking in it, 
you can't be depressed and you can't be anxious. You suddenly find yourself in a really good place. And uh, so um, we commend you for <laughs> finding you. that spot. And uh, <laughs> if I may ask, would you send me a couple of your favorite pictures so that we can post on weatherjazz.com today's episode, Absolutely. which is number 245. And we could share them. We'll also share your link where people can take a look at your work. And uh, who knows, somebody out there may be looking for a particular angle of or particular scene that, that they're looking to decorate their home. And uh, you may end up with a few orders, not only from Northeast Ohio, but we have a worldwide audience. You might even get uh, a, a, an order from israel or from spain or from you know who knows where and if you do let me know because oh, that would be maybe an extra cool story to to tackle next go around amy congratulations yeah. on everything it was great Thank getting you. uh to know what you've been doing and uh, continued success in fact uh, may god broaden that success so supernaturally that uh you'll know that it comes from uh, him and not anybody else. But uh, I'm glad you found your stride. That's great. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's been it's been awesome. Um, I absolutely love it here. I'm actually coming into Cleveland next week. Um, after two years of being away with COVID and everything, I am finally going to get to go home and see my best friend, who is my grandfather, um, mm. to surprise him for his 95th birthday. Oh, so. <laughs> that's fantastic. Make sure yes. you, uh, yeah, make sure you express our congratulations on, on hitting such a wonderful, uh, wonderful landmark. That's great. Well, I most definitely will. Yes, he's been my rock and I made sure to get his blessing before I moved out here. Mm -hmm. um, I, I remember that. Hard. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's been mm -hmm. hard to be away from him for two years. Uh, we Zoomed the wedding so he could watch. Um, so it's, I, I can't wait to, Give him a big hug. He's a World War II veteran. He's the most amazing man you'll ever meet. He's fantastic. And I, I love him to pieces and I can't wait to see him. <laughs> Maybe we need to have him on Weather Jazz on an open line Friday sometime. So, Oh, he has anyway. stories. <laughs> I bet he does. Amy, wonderful to have you come back anytime, especially when you see something going on that you think would interest the audience, especially on Open Line Friday, because we've hit topics from a to z we're not afraid to tackle literally anything on on friday so come back anytime thank you i, I would be honored to come back thank you so much andre this has been amazing oh what a delight to get caught up with a longtime friend Originally from Northeast Ohio, now living in the Puget Sound area of the Pacific Northwest near Seattle, Amy Lou Worthington. Go check out her photographs, and I'm going to post some of them on weatherjazz.com, episode number 245, along with links to her website if you want to check out some of her artwork, some of her photography. You may be looking for something that she has already captured on film. So at your leisure, head to the website, weatherjazz.com, and follow the links on episode 245. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as it was an enjoyment for me to create and to get to 
get reacquainted with friends. That's always a whole lot of fun. Well, help me to spread the word about this podcast inside your sphere of influence on social media, by email, by word of mouth. And special thanks to those of you that continue to support Weather Jazz to make this program possible. My thanks to Victoria Singer in Vermont, Kian Galunas, also in Vermont, in the state of Ohio, Dale Osborne, Will and Tanya Krause and family, Christine Barnes and Rose Moore, in the great state of Florida, Bill Martin, and in Tennessee, Andrea Rich. And if you would like to add your name to that list, it's very easy. To become a supporter, just go to weatherjazz.com and click on the supporter tab. You'll find all of the easy instructions to add your name, and I will be sure to add your name to this list that I frequently brag about every single Friday on Open Line Friday. Do you have a question or a topic suggestion? I welcome your input. You can reach me, weatherjazz at yahoo.com. That's my email address. My favorite way, though, is you pick up your telephone and you call my Weather Jazz podcast audience connect line. And that number, easy to remember, too, 234-525-5888. Again, 234-525-5888. Follow the voice prompts, leave your message, and I might actually use your message in a future episode of Weather Jazz. Well, if you're listening to Weather Jazz via one of the many podcast apps available, and yes, Weather Jazz is on every single one of them, remember to subscribe so that you can automatically download the episodes as I make them available. Most of the time and in most weeks, you'll get an episode on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. And by the way, if you're in Cleveland or if you're going to be planning on visiting or simply passing through, maybe a connecting flight, you can catch my regular 5 and 7 p.m. weekday weather segments. And that's my normal schedule, not this week, but it will be in future weeks on WJW Television Fox 8. Or you can watch online at fox8.com. Well, the weather pattern looks pretty stable, at least uh, as we head into the middle portion of October. Warmer than normal, but we think that's going to shift as we head into later October. We'll take a closer look at that and see if that's still on track as we meet again on Monday, right here on Weather Jazz. Have a good weekend, everybody. Weather and science across the globe. Jazz Podcast.